Hey, I'm Karen Cubides, a music-obsessed entrepreneur and educator who calls Music City home. My career started in Boston, where I found my real passion, working behind the scenes in the music industry. I've had the honor of working with elite performers and educators. Consider this your go-to guide for all things healthy, wealthy, and wise. So get comfy, because we're about to uncover some surefire ways to transform not only your career, but also your life. This is the Musician's Guide Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Musician's Guide Podcast. Happy Wednesday and happy almost Merry Christmas. I, For those of you that celebrate, I hope everybody is getting into that space of like, we're almost done and let's just rest and relax and enjoy whatever new traditions we're going to implement this year. Um, today's episode is one that I've been excited to record for a minute, and it is going to be on holiday boundaries, mental health, uh, basically pandemic edition, because let's be real, 2020. And um, as I always say, the intention with today's episode is just to give you some tips and tricks of things that I personally implement, that I recommend my clients implement, things that have worked for me. If there are other things that you're doing, please totally share with us. The, the goal here is to just give us as many resources and tools as possible and create a community around all the things that are happening. Um, so before we get started on boundaries, um, we're going to talk about boundaries of time, boundaries of space. Uh, boundaries of mental peace, um, all the boundaries essentially. But I just kind of wanted to to just talk about really quick um, just all the shaming that is going on right now and, you know, just kind of request that we all rethink or maybe reframe how we're feeling about what's going on in the world right now. Like if you decided to go home for the holidays and travel, great, live your life. If you decided to stay home and not travel, awesome, live your life. And, you know, let's stop just making this political. Let's stop, you know, just stressing ourselves out because essentially it's robbing us of our joy and our peace. Um, We're all in such different situations. You know, some people live in more isolated places. Other people, did you like my accent there? Sorry, live in more isolated places. Um, Some other people um, have been quarantining. Some have gotten the vaccine already. I mean, it's just so different for everybody. So I just kind of wanted to... To address that from the start, I personally decided to stay in Nashville with my husband and my sister and the dogs. Um, But that was because, I don't know if you guys remember, but my mom was really sick back in March before it was like a COVID thing here in the States. Um, And she was hospitalized at Vanderbilt University, not the university, but the hospital at Vanderbilt. And um, she was there for like five days and it was like right at the beginning of everything. So we were like quarantined and all the doctors were wearing like spacesuits. And it turned out she had just like really bad pneumonia and bronchitis and basically everything that was, you know, that looked like COVID, but just wasn't, thankfully. Um, But anyway, she has a trash immune system, as you can imagine. So she's been staying home the whole year and we're like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And then for me personally, it's been, you know, a very draining and exhausting and emotional year like all of us. Um, So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to like make the drive. Um, We've been driving every year because our amazing Frenchies, Aldo and Reina, if you don't know who they are, check them out. They're perfect. Um, They cannot fly because, of course, my dogs could not fly. Like they're really that dramatic um, because of their noses. So we have to drive everywhere. So we've literally driven everywhere. Um, We've been to Colorado with the dogs um, and every year many times a year, but especially for Christmas, we go down to Miami, Florida. So that's about a 13 to 14 hour car drive, car ride, I guess. And this year I was just like, no, 
not not gonna happen emotionally physically there's a pandemic not the vibe for me but no judgment to anybody that has making that make making why can't I speak that has made that trip or has decided to travel I'm personally looking forward to resting and just recovering and and spending time at home creating new traditions um so that's why I really just wanted to talk about this because you know, whether you're listening to this and traveling or you're home trying to figure out if you should travel or what to do, like there's going to be something for all of us. Um, And today, coincidentally, I was having a conversation um, with a client and we were talking about like, how can we have better expectations or should we have expectations? Um, How can we, I don't know, set ourselves up to have a wonderful holiday season um, despite what our families are doing or despite of whether we are in the same place with our families and all that fun stuff. And how can we, you know, start to heal and feel good about, you know, all that is happening and all that will happen. So like always, I like to start any topic that I talk about by just looking up the definition, just so I can get a better idea of like, all right, what are going to be some some like specific words to pick and um, potential triggers or potential blind spots that I might have. So boundary is defined as the line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line. So like I said in, in a couple previous episodes, the way that I like to think of boundaries is that I'm not limiting what anybody else is doing. I'm simply drawing a line in the sand for me. And what that means is it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing or how anybody else is behaving or what is happening. I just do not cross that line. And I want us to think about this from a place of self-preservation. How can we ensure that we are taken care of, that we feel good and not let or not give other people permission to rob us of our joy um, and or peace of mind, et cetera, et cetera. So something that I'm noticing, and I'm going to share some personal anecdotes. Um, I am Colombian. So in Latin America, there's this tradition about reading this thing called La Novena, which is, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like part of the Catholic tradition. And you read about uh, Joseph and Mary's journey, um, Catholic tradition. I'm Christian, raised Catholic though. And we read about Joseph and Mary's trip or journey to... Um, Bethlehem for Jesus Christ to be born. And um, it's just like kind of like almost like an old Spanish. I don't know how to describe this, but it's like a thing we do. And it's like next to the um, nativity. And um, there's always like some singing involved and some hymns. And and then, you know, you do this for like, I don't know, 35 to 45 minutes. And then there's a prayer. And then you like hang out and have like wine and cookies or Bailey's or whatever. So naturally, um, because of our upbringing, like we basically have this book memorized, you guys. And it's like an old Spanish. So like I'm like almost like Shakespearean biblical stuff. Anyway, so we're doing this on Zoom. And immediately it's like, oh, gosh, like we have to do this and we have to be here and we have to like deal with the lag. And I've been on Zoom for like 20 hours already today and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's a different time every day because everybody's schedules and, you know, the whole nine. And immediately I was like, oh gosh, like how am I going to draw boundaries so that I could be present and excited with my family and not feel obligated to stay here on Zoom or not feel obligated, um, you know, as we get closer to the holiday to do things that I just really either don't want to do or don't have the bandwidth to do. So I think the first thing that I want to recommend for everybody is just let's figure out what our boundaries are. 
Like, what are some things that we just don't want the line to be crossed on? What do we need for self-preservation? That could be space. That could be distance. That could be setting parameters for things. That could be talking to our families ahead of time about certain things. Like, for example, my parents um, requested no gifts, but they were like, but let's zoom for an hour every day. And it's like, oh my gosh, you guys, like we talk to you like every day, like what is your deal? So it's like, okay, well, how about I get you this and we can try and talk every day. Um, so it's not that, you know, our families are just manipulative and crazy, but you know, we all want to be together. We're all lonely. So kind of approaching this from a place, from a place of, gratitude and grace and compassion and understanding, um, but still figuring out, okay, what do I need to be okay? So for our first boundary of time, um, I'd love for you to figure out like, how much time do you want to spend with family? How much time do you want to spend doing certain activities? And also how much time do you want for yourself? We've all had an insane year. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you've like found a way to thrive. It has been a crazy year. A lot of unpredictable things. Um, I know from a financial standpoint, it's been incredibly draining for everybody, especially musicians and especially those musicians that make a bulk of their income during the holidays. Like this has just been like a disaster. So what do you need as far as time? What do you want to do? What do you not want to do? What does that need to look like? The second boundary is space. What kind of space do you need from friends and family, from your work, from your email? What is all of this going to look like? And how can we find ways to be prepared to have these difficult conversations or maybe to redirect conversations so that they don't become political or they don't become like not the vibe of what we want? Um, I've had so many interactions in in family threads and messages and whatever. And, you know, not to get political, but, you know, out of the blue, someone will just send a message and be like, don't get the vaccine because you're going to, I feel like mean girls because you're going to get pregnant and die, you know, basically like messages like that. And it's like, wow, it's like Tuesday at 10 a.m. What are we doing? Um, And, you know, it's just kind of deciding, like, am I going to engage with this? Am I going to redirect this? Do I need to have a private conversation with this person? Like, what is the situation? And I think just giving yourself permission to feel your feelings, to realize and recognize that your feelings are totally valid, and to give yourself the space to have the discernment. What are we doing in this situation? Something else that I would really recommend is like how I mentioned earlier in this episode, like maybe writing down what are some of your intentions with the family members that you're going to see or with the kinds of activities that you're going to do, whether it be via Zoom, socially distant, or in person with family. Like, what expectations slash desires and tensions do you have of, you know, these relationships? So I'm thinking like for me personally, um, I'm really excited to bond with my sister. Um, my sister's amazing. Hi, Jen. You're probably not listening, but it's fine. I still love you. Um, she is extraordinary, but, and she works for me and she's a teacher and she's also like really just drained. She's grade like a bajillion grades and had a million parent-teacher conferences. And I mean, she's just like, I'm just so amazed by by educators and just their resilience and their commitment to um, our kids. So she is just like barely going to make it to Christmas. So my expectation is, and my desire slash intention is how can I help her? How can I, um, you know, not be my intense dramatic self with her 
Um, and how can I be flexible within the, the boundaries of the things that I wish to do? And for me, the intention is to just have more sister time to really, really, you guys, practice our boundaries. Um, we're both very creative people. She's one of my business partners in my agency. So we can very much sit down and slam some chicken wings and also just plan the next 10 years of our lives. Like that's just so available to us. So I'm really excited this year to just be like, you know what? We're going to sit here and we're going to drink this and we're just going to talk about nothing or we're going to talk about, I don't know, Shit's Creek or dinner or gingerbread houses or I don't know, but just literally not work. Um, so just kind of starting to imagine these scenarios with your friends and family about how you want them to go. What do you want it to look like? and just start getting comfortable with these different scenarios. Um, I also really recommend um, for those of you that really know your family members well or are kind of dreading maybe some conversations, something that I did um, when I was uh, visiting family earlier in the year, um, and actually, I guess, in the middle of the year where we had our um, a very overdue social justice movement, um, I remember anticipating when I saw some of my family members that they would ask me, questions or they would have opinions or they would have comments. And I just remember like preparing myself for how am I going to redirect this conversation? How are we going to, you know, still keep the peace, but both parties feel good and heard and seen and, you know, really taking into consideration Brene Brown's, um, I think it's in Braving the Wilderness where she talks about dehumanization and how we're all human beings and we're all valued and we all matter and we can't dehumanize one another because we have differences of opinions. So I always try and hold that space <laughs> even within conflict. So basically we're in the car and my family member's like, so you're a social justice warrior. What do you think about what's going on? And it's like, um, well, and then a very epic redirection took place. So just want to throw those tips out there. And then the last boundary I think is of mental peace. And I know that might sound kind of dramatic or like t- too much, But honestly, I think now more than ever, maintaining some kind of ritual or if you want to call it routine or just something where it's almost like you have your your blanket or your binky or your, I don't know, insert whatever your childhood self needed to kind of self-soothe, self-regulate and feel good about what you're doing with family or over Zoom or whatever. I mean, for those of us that are not going to see family, like we're creating new traditions, we're trying new things. And I mean, you guys have heard me talk about Brene like a bajillion times here. And she talks about um, EFTs, so effing first times and being a beginner at something and how that's just so draining and, you know, fatiguing and your brain like literally gets tired. You know, we're all going to be in the situation where we're going to do new things and it's going to be a little intimidating, a little scary. But I'd like to advise and just encourage all of us to just really create moments where we can self-regulate things that can make us feel good, feel like we belong, feel, you know, just safe as we create these new traditions and to go into it again with a posture of openness and vulnerability and excitement. Um, we know that our brain does not know what is happening. It only knows what we tell it. So if you know, you're feeling like you have butterflies in your stomach, shortness of breath, clammy hands, you could either tell yourself, Ooh, I am super anxious or like, Oh my gosh, I am so excited. So just kind of taking control over our story and our conversation and and the things that we're telling ourselves, because, you know, in the absence of data, your mind makes up stories. So what is actually going on? How are we feeling? And can we create a space where we can self-soothe, self-regulate and feel good about all the things that we're doing as we hang out 
whether it's Zoom or in person or whatever, um, with our loved ones during this holiday season. So this would be an amazing time if you've never tried meditation to give it a try. Um, We have a meditation here on the podcast um, a couple episodes ago. Um, There's also amazing resources on YouTube. I know a lot of my clients use um, Calm and Headspace. Um, So just do some research and see like what else could kind of make sense for you and would you feel good about doing to kind of get yourself centered. Um, I personally like to do um, a meditation where, you know, you could just kind of feel your body. Um, I feel like when I start to get really anxious is when I'm kind of like disassociating from my physical body. So I just encourage everybody to just kind of do some meditations to feel grounded. Um, movement is also going to be amazing. Just moving your body. Um, for those of you that catch our weekly lives on, um, the Karen Cubitas agency page, when I talk with Kate, um, it, for our green room community, my goodness, um, we've been talking about like me having angry walks every day. It's been so amazing for my for my anxiety and for my overwhelm to just walk it off like literally um and it's been really great to just watch the energy move up and down in my body um i've mentioned this before but you know sometimes we think that our emotions you know are gonna last forever and oh i'm just anxious or i'm just feeling insert whatever and it's just gonna it's just with me now (laughs) but the reality is if you let your body process that emotion you're like, all right, I'm just going to be angry right now and just let it go through your body. It will literally go away in 90 seconds. You just have to let it flow through you. Um, So I've been combating that with movement, with meditation. We've been doing some yoga. Um, So I just want to encourage you as you either travel or are getting ready for the holidays to just kind of think about yourself. You are the most influential person in your life. You are the person you talk to the most. Um, and you matter. So just really thinking about our mental health, thinking about our boundaries, and not feeling obligated to do anything that we really don't have the bandwidth to do right now, especially, I mean, anytime, but especially this year with the pandemic and everything. So just wanted to hop on here and encourage all of you um, to put yourself first. You have to put your oxygen mask on first before helping other passengers. Um, And to remember that you're loved, that you matter, and that no matter how you're spending your holiday, um, you're just worthy of love and belonging and um, that I'm just so hopeful that we all get to rest and just create new memories and new traditions and just, you know, be all sorts of amazing. Um, I'm super pumped too, because over the holiday, Nick and I will sit and record an episode. Um, I know you guys like it when he's on the podcast. So I'm going to bring him on um, for a special episode that we're going to do this week as well. Um, And we'll just recap the year, the pandemic, probably all the craziness that happened during the holidays. So stay tuned for that. And thanks again, everybody, for all of your amazing reviews and support and help. Um, Before I forget, I am going to read... The review of the week. Naturally, I don't have it pulled up. So let's see if I can do this fast enough. I have like mom vibes right now. Okay, cool. So today or the first review of the week is going to go to the amazing Rebecca Steinberg. She is one of my clients. She's amazing. She's an incredible trumpeter in New York. She also um, is the executive director and trumpeter of Calliope Brass. Um, also probably my most favorite thing about her besides like her, her is her dog Marlin. So follow her, check him out. He is the bestest boy in all of the land. Um, and her review is can't get enough. I am a sucker for career advice for musicians, self-help resources, and the personal stories. So the musician's guide is a podcast I look forward to each week. I often find myself digging through old episodes when I can't wait until Wednesday. Karen and her guests are relatable and inspiring. I would recommend this podcast to all musicians and those looking for self-betterment. 
Thank you, Rebecca. That's so nice. Oh my gosh. I think I'm just going to cry when I read these. Um, but anyway, they really mean the world to us. We so appreciate y'all. And um, I will see you with a super fun episode on Sunday. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.